I'm Carly Fiorina, and this is By Example. On this podcast, we sit down with leaders of all types to explore examples of real leadership and the qualities of all great problem solvers. I think we get really confused about what leadership is. On By Example, we lift up the real leaders, people who are focused on changing the order of things for the better and solving real problems that are right in front of them. Leading by example. Welcome back to my conversation with leadership expert, John Maxwell. Today is our last installment. So if you haven't listened to part one or two, I encourage you to do that. Today, in part three of three installments, we talk about diversity, the real value of diversity, why it's so important to problem solving and to growth. We talk about diversity is much more than being nice or respectful, although all those things are important, but the real diversity, leveraging people's differences, is so important to effective problem solving. Our conversation is partially led by the CEO of the John Maxwell Companies, Mark Cole. So I want to tackle one more thing before we finish up talking about the book, and that is diversity. We just spent, I don't know, probably 45 minutes to an hour of our four-hour meeting talking about this concept of diversity. And Carly, I want to, I want to start with you on this question of what does the value of courage play in the role of a leader, especially a woman? Now, let me, let me tell you one of your fav- my favorite quotes of yours, and I'll get this wrong, but it's close. Somebody asked you to compare what it was like to working as a woman CEO to a man CEO. Your response was powerful. I don't know. I've never been a man CEO. And I just thought that was excellent because both, what I love about both of you in diversity is you both see leadership as genderless. But I do want you to talk about this concept of diversity because it's such a hot concept and it's such a needed issue to be addressed in the corporate space. And so both of you, just the role of courage in the idea of diversity as a leader. So let me start in a slightly different place and I'll come back um, to courage. Let us start with the recognition that as human beings – we are most comfortable with people like ourselves. We are. We tend to gather with people like us. They look like us. They think like us. They, we share the same you know, pastimes. And so our natural inclination is to get into our tribes. There are lots of teams who operate really, they think, effectively together because they know each other so well and they're so much alike and they, they finish each other's sentences and they're missing something huge. That's what I've learned. You put people around the table who are all alike, it might be easier, but you're going to miss something big, which means you're not going to really solve the problem. Diversity has gotten to be a loaded word because we tend to start out, for example, diversity training by saying, People are bad because they don't reach out to people that are different than them. And in the political sphere, diversity has turned into identity politics, and people get all upset and angry about that. The reason courage is required is because it is hard at first 
to reach out and collaborate and interact with someone who's completely different than you. It's hard. It's hard to find common ground. It's a reason why asking questions is so important, because when you can't find common ground, ask a question until you do. Seek to learn about something because, as John says, you actually really value them, and you don't judge them because of their appearance or their circumstances. You actually value them, so you ask them questions. But you can't actually solve a problem if you're only talking to people like you. And that's certainly true in our nation, and it's certainly true in our communities, and it's true in our companies. And so we have to be brave enough to go interact with, work with, learn from, accept people that are very different than we are. And having built diverse teams, I can tell you it's harder at the beginning, Uh and it's far more impactful, and I would add more joyful as you go through that process. That's excellent. John, diversity leadership. Well, it's very true. Everything currently said, I, I agree with. And I would just say, when I went to Atlanta, which had been back in 1997, Atlanta has a terrific African-American community, very strong and, and uh, very effective. And I really felt that um, I wanted to know them better. And so... I asked kind of a, a very influential person in that community if, if I could every three months have lunch with some of the key leaders in the African-American community. And, and we did that. Did that for two years. So I had four, uh, eight, eight total with different ones. And we'd sit around the table and I'd just ask questions from them, just ask questions about their background. I mean, I, I met people that were in the Birmingham jail with Martin Luther King and just some incredible, incredible people. And just ask questions. And at the end, I thanked them and uh, had, a, had one of my books. I'd sign it and just give it to them. And, and they all said the same thing. They said, well, we thought you were going to maybe teach something. Or, you know, we thought that perhaps maybe you were going to do a leadership thing with us. I said, no. I said, I just want to be your friend. I just want to know you better. And I want to understand you so that I can, uh, you know, so that I can add value to you. And I, I developed some phenomenal friends. And I'll never forget, uh, as I would have those uh, lunches every every three months, how, the takeaway that I would have. I, I would walk out of that room and get in my car, and I'd think my life is so much richer now because I, I understand and I know. And uh, I, it was an experience that I I've always will be grateful for. And, and uh, I had some major out of that, not only friendships, but when I, I remember I had a two-hour conversation with Andrew Young one day on on what made Atlanta a thriving community, and it was so insightful. I, I just learned so much. And and what I would just say about diversity is just, just very simple. We are most comfortable with people that we're like, but people that, we're like, that are like us can't teach us near as much as people that are unlike us. And so to me, uh, I, I'm such a learner. I love to learn. I love to grow. I love to experience new things. And so diversity to me is a, a way to enrich your life. Two very practical suggest or, or comments on this subject, um, if I may. When I was at Hewlett-Packard, it's an um, example of problem solving. And I was sitting with an engineering team. And the engineering team with their marketing team was talking to me about the fact that this particular product was PC at the time. All of our customers were, literally, we'd done the demo, most of our customers 
were white engineers. And they were struggling with how to make this better. And so I asked a question. Who's on the design team? Who's on the marketing team? Guess what the answer was? <laughs> Guess what the answer was? We live in a diverse world. You know, <laughs> you can't change that. We shouldn't want to change it. The second practical application. So in order to solve that problem, we had to bring people to the table who were different from the people who started at the table. And they got to know each other because they worked together on a problem they both cared about. Uh, problem solving brings out the best in people. The other thing that I would say is we were talking earlier about, John and I both were talking earlier, about challenges, having to overcome a challenge, helps people learn what they're really made of. There are a lot of people, many of them people of color or underprivileged, underserved, women who've been dismissed and ignored, who have had to overcome homeless people poor people. They've had to overcome enormous challenges every single day. They have, believe me, an untapped reservoir of problem-solving skills because they've had to build them every single day in their life. They live in that world. Yes. So when we did an event with uh, a, a group of uh, nonprofits that were serving the homeless community, in Washington, D.C., one of the most powerful leaders that emerged from that group was an African-American woman who had been herself homeless with two kids. The challenges she had to figure out how to overcome gave her a reservoir of insight, of courage, of problem-solving capacity that when it was unlocked and unleashed and focused on something beyond her own life was amazing. People who've had to overcome challenges have more to give than people who've had it easy. That's just a fact. It's a fact. Mom, I'm so excited. Gang, you're listening in today. I'm so excited about a lot of things with Carly and John. But uh, one of the things is the work you guys are going to do to help all of us that are running something on how to deal and how to work and how to be inclusive with diversity. And so I'm super excited about that. If you're listening in... Get ready. It's going to be incredible. Let me remind you, John's book, Leadership, releases on in February, February 2019. And uh, we're very, very excited about that. Go to leadershiftbook.com. You'll be able to pick that, pick that book up. Also, Carly's book, Find Your Way, releasing in April. You can go ahead and pre-order it now. You can go to carlyfiorina.com. And they will be able, you will be able to pick that up. Both of these books, uh, again, John and Carly reading the book and adding value to each other as they read the book and gave the feedback of what they've got, you need to be a part of that as well. Gang, I want to talk about one last thing. We've been talking about adding value to communities and really challenging you and us to do something together. So just as we close today, I want you to just give just a couple of minutes, just quick, on what you're dreaming about and thinking about in partnership to do with uh, adding value to communities. Carly? So human potential is the only limitless resource we have. Let's just start back with that. 
And we have festering problems. Pick a problem. Homelessness, educational divide, immigration, mental health, drug addiction, inequity in our jails. You pick a problem. It has festered for a very long time. And the reason it's festered is because we're not tapping the potential of those people who are closest to those problems, who understand how to actually make it better. We're not unlocking and tapping their potential to lead where they are and tackle these problems. And so what we're really about is how do we tap into people's leadership potential, give them the tools, the encouragement, the values, the training, so that they can make progress where they are, solve the problems that impact them most, so that lives and communities are transformed as problems are solved. I'm so excited because Carly is such a terrific problem solver. I mean, she teaches a lot to me. And uh, we're going to be able to partner because she's really strong there. I, I do a lot of leadership vision casting, but she's just, you really compliment and complete me in that area. And I want to uh, obviously add value to people by helping them become people of value by putting good values and helping them with really living out good values in their life. You know, we do transformation in countries around the world, and what we've discovered is that when a person learns good values and begins to live them, they immediately lift themselves and they lift the people around them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all about who I am on the inside, which determines the behavior on the outside. So I think that you know, again, together, teaching leadership, teaching good values, sharing, listening, uh, empowering. It's going to be a, a great team making a difference in communities. John, Carly, thank you all so much for today. Thanks for adding value to all of us, me included. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you guys are coming out with in the future. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. So that's the end of part three. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of these conversations with John Maxwell. Again, I want to remind you to check out both of our upcoming book releases. You can find John's book, Leader Shift, at johnmaxwell.com. And you can find my upcoming book, Find Your Way, coming out on April 9th at carlyfiorina.com. You can always check out more by example episodes on carlyfiorina.com or on iTunes please review and subscribe. As always, reach out to me on Facebook and Twitter at Carly Fiorina or send me your thoughts on carlyfiorina.com. Until next time, I am Carly Fiorina and this is By Example.